0: Sit back, turn the ship over to your covers and relax. We're turning on flight assist. 07 Commanders, and welcome in. My name is Commander Sykit, and with me, as always, is Commander Mal for the win.
1: 07 Commanders?
0: If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community.
1: Before we get started today, we just want to say thanks for being here, because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. I'm, this is going to be an interesting talk.
0: I think so. They have a
1: very unique commander, unlike anyone else we've talked to so far.
0: Not only for the fact that they use, they're the first commander that we've spoken to that uses um, VR pretty exclusively. Yep. But they are also a Roman Catholic priest.
1: That is correct. And I was talking to wife for the win earlier and she was like, oh my God, like he's really a priest? And I said, yes, he's like a legit priest. You can watch him stream his mass. Mm. She's like, oh, I thought it was like like a character. I'm like, nope. nope. Like that's like the number one <laughs> question people ask when they come into his chat. It's like, hey, are you, number first it's, are you a real priest? Yep. that's the first question. And then the second question is, so is that a Cylon or a Knight Rider on your headset? <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> those, are, those are
1: the first two questions.
0: <laughs> For those of you who haven't read the title, we are um, we are interviewing Father Bill Gessler today, who is um, just a wonderful chap, and I cannot wait to um, speak to him. I've not really, I don't think I've ever really had a lot of interaction with him i do um i have dropped into his streams i have um i do i as i've said before i am a perpetual lurker right so um yeah it's it's gonna be i think it's gonna be quite interesting just being able to sit down and have a conversation with him which is something that i've personally not really had myself what about you mal
1: yeah i've I've interacted with him a lot in chat um but interactions in chat um for, for those of you that do content creation on YouTube or on Twitch, you know that um, a, a lot of times conversations have to be relegated to what's going on in chat. So you don't get to ask a lot of the questions that you that you would want to. So this will be the first time I've talked to him outside of his stream or my stream. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it because I, mm. I feel like he's going to have some really unique perspectives and some really good stories too.
0: Absolutely. Hi, Father Bill. How are you?
2: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: You're doing well. It's very good to hear. Very good to hear.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for
1: being here, for, uh, for coming on to talk with us. It's really good to talk with you.
2: Happy to do so. Thanks for the invite.
0: Of you're course. more than welcome. Um, if we can start, then, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself. So, um, uh, just like your, your, your name, your, what, where we, that, kind of, that kind of thing, if you're a content creator, how long you've been playing, stuff like
2: that. Sure. Well, my name is Father Bill Kessler. I've been playing Elite since August of 18, but I've been a content creator since 2016. Started with a game called MechWarrior Online. Then I started playing this Elite Dangerous thing. Um, Tried it first December of 2016 and played it for two days and couldn't figure out the key binds. Quickly uninstalled the game, came back to it uh, a couple of years later, just a little short of two years later. And uh, the streamlining of the process made me getting back into Elite Dangerous significantly simpler. And I had some suggestions from different players who said, Well, try this. Yeah. And uh, made it an easier transition. Um, and so I started playing Elite Dangerous yeah two three hours a week then i found a real good deal on a VR headset and that was as they say that was history the rest is history absolutely (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) absolutely
1: yeah so what was it that originally got you interested in playing elite like what was what first ignited that spark
2: I have been a space nerd my entire life. I uh, was reading about the Apollo program, the shuttle program, um, the X-15 program, uh, which was an experimental aircraft back in the 1950s, early 60s. I just always had uh, an eye for outer space. I'm an astronomer um, by avocation, if not by training. so, I was looking for some sort of space game, and I had a parishioner who was getting married, and her fiance said, Oh, have you ever heard of Star Citizen? It's like, Yeah, I've heard of it. He said, Well, you should really give it a try, and here's a code. And, you know, so I got into Star mm-hmm. Citizen and was very, very dissatisfied with the play that was there. And some fellow members of my unit, um, uh, I come from the First Crusius Recon, which is a BattleTech founded unit. But now we play all sorts of games, including Destiny, MechWarrior Online, uh, Elite Dangerous. We've our squadron is uh, part of the of the Elite Dangerous world. Um, nice. Uh, so some of the members of my squadron were playing Elite Dangerous. And they continued to encourage me, oh, have you gone back to elite? Have you gone back to elite? And it was just a uh, a matter of time. And part of it was I came to it um, one summer where school hadn't gotten back into session yet. And I had finished up all my summer catch-up work. So I was able to get into elite. And uh uh, just, you know, I, I enjoyed the game tremendously prior to getting the VR headset. But once I got the VR headset, I, it just fell in love with the game and have been uh, yeah. playing it and streaming it ever since.
1: Yeah, we, people are, are uh, like, as, they're like, as soon as you try VR in Elite, it changes everything. <laughs> like everything becomes so much more. Um, it, it feels so much more real. When you when you hop
2: into the VR world. And I found that
1: to be true, too.
2: It's everything that I ever wanted in a simulator. Yes. I, I yep. built my cockpit, my sim pit, if you will. In the idea that someday I would enclose it and put it together and it would look like a cockpit. Right. Um, I don't need to do that now. Yeah. I put on the headset and I'm there, I'm in the cockpit. It, yeah. it is, it is so immersive that I just kind of let the other project sit in the background and, and I'm hoping that, that more and more games will become, if not VR, VR friendly. Right. Right.
0: Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Um, I don't have, a, I don't have any experience of playing it in VR, as opposed with the one exception of um, using a Samsung Gear and my phone, and sort of doing it all janky and <laughs> um, <laughs> the smallest resolution you could possibly see, the worst, um, the worst sort of graphics ever. But I, I can appreciate how much it would it would change the game for you for sure. Um, w- if you can say sort of what was the the main thing that you found different from that first time when you logged in, when you went this game isn't for me, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this away. What was the thing between that and then the, the next time you logged in before before you even got the VR headset? That next time that you logged in, what was it that made it more of something that you could you you felt like you could get your teeth into on that next time logging in?
2: Yeah. Part of it was, um, it was two years on Uh-huh. and I had a lot of, um, a lot of responsibilities that had built up over the years mm-hmm. that I reached a slack time. So in 2016, December, 2016, it's kind of a busy time for me. Um, from the first of December through the 12th of January I'm kind of mm-hmm. busy. Yeah. So picking up that <laughs> game during the during the Steam sale I just didn't have the time for it. I didn't have mm-hmm. the patience for it. Um it when I came back to it 2 years later a lot of my responsibilities had uh, they hadn't been removed but I was at a slack time and I yeah. could take the time to uh, as I suggest to people I got into the tutorials and I worked on my keybinds. before I got into the game. I made sure that all my keybinds were set up in such a way that I could play the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that took time. That took me probably a week of diving in for an hour or two just to, you know, because my control setup is is very convenient, but it has a lot of muscle memory that you have to develop. So it took me a good week to to put everything together. And I'll tell you, it's hard to put that type of time together. So yeah. that was the biggest change was I hit a, a moment of opportunity and I took it. And I'm very glad that I did because I find tremendous enjoyment in playing elite.
1: Yeah, it's um, it really is one of those games that like when once you get your hands uh, or you get the, the controls set up the way that works best for you, because I I'm a firm believer that there's not one right way to do it. Like you have to find the way that feels best for you. And once you do it's uh, it's it be, it becomes there's something that happens, something clicks like when you feel at one with the ship that you're flying. And it does take a lot of time to do it. A, a lot of time to figure that out. Um, you you had mentioned earlier uh your your squadron and your you know your team from uh from mech warrior uh so can you tell me a little bit about the have their presence
2: in the elite dangerous galaxy sure um we have about right now we've got eight to 10 pilots who log in on a regular basis who are very determined to uh, shake, the, shake the ground at 78 say Majoris, trying to uh, win friends and gain influence, if you will. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, using the BGS to uh, move things in that direction. Um, we have other folks who flow in at different times, uh, life being what it is. We've got folks who are very interested in, in playing the game, but just don't have the time to do so. Uh, we welcome yeah. them back. Any chance that they can join us? Um, we are very interested in um, also uh, our allies. We've gone to great lengths in different systems to to help out allies in their BGS work. Um, we have on the rolls thirty some odd pilots, but like I said, you know, eight to ten on a regular basis are are uh, in game and can help us out with the different endeavors that we're working on at a given time.
0: That's awesome. I love how, um, uh, whenever I'm sort of like uh, hanging out in your streams, there's a lot of it that you're, um, you're doing BGS work. And I love, uh, you, you know, you know how much of a fan I am of seeing (laughs) people do BGS work and stuff. That's my bread and butter. So it's really nice to see, um, see um, you going, going on and going on and doing, doing the things which are helping with the influence and that. I think it's such a great part of the game and it's really nice to see, um, see other people exploring those sort of angles.
2: Sure. Yeah. And it's, yep. and it's a fun, uh, you know, it's a, it's an added depth to the game. The game itself is beautiful and and there's plenty to do. I, I always share with folks a graphic. I don't know who created it, but it's it's an infographic that it would fill up you know a, a high definition screen with 100 to 150 different things you can do in elite but i find that engaging in the bgs um and taking those steps that you can take uh just gives a little extra depth and it and it's and it's the why of you know, what we're doing, mm-hmm.
0: you know, we're doing things yeah. just to
2: do it, but there yeah. is a why and, and to influence it. And I'm, uh, although I didn't set up our faction correctly to, uh, uh, to re reflect this, I'm very much a sympathizer with the Alliance. Um, right. I'm trying to build up the Alliance and to do things to, to help out the Alliance because that kind of is where my, uh, at least the ideals, of the Alliance, no, no government is perfect as we right. all know all too well.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: but the ideals of the Alliance kind of fit the ideals of one CR. So, and that's, that's gotcha. the shorthand for our, our squadron one CR. Um, and uh, it's a way of engaging in that struggle and the bgs allows us to do that
0: it's it's letting you be part of a um a bigger picture as well yes um, yeah that that kind of um yes you play your own way but you're you're making your story and you can when you can see the efforts that you are making, when that is reflected across the galaxy, I, I think it's I think it's wonderful. Uh, yeah. th- th- for me, it was the thing that hooked me into the game. Um, yes, it was a it was a wonderful space simulator, and I also love sp- all things spacey since I was a very small little child thing. But mm. um, being able to see the efforts that you make come to fruition in such a way yeah it's it's absolutely beautiful
1: yeah it's it's like the difference between being in a galaxy and being part of the galaxy (laughs)
0: exactly you're so much more succinct than me with stuff like that mal it's great (laughs) oh i could i could
1: i could embellish if needs be
0: um you you mentioned about when with having a vr headset um needing to have mostly muscle memory with your control scheme and things along those lines what what is your preferred control scheme are you you hotas are you hosas what what's going on there
2: HOTAS and pedals so that's hands on throttle and stick yeah and then a set of pedals pedals i use for yaw and some other controls, uh, specifically in the uh, Galaxy map, I, I use the pedals to change the elevation of the map. Um, and then, uh, of course, I've still got keyboard and mouse that I mm-hmm. use for some aspects of the game. But most of the time, it's the the throttle, the pedals, and the flight stick.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Is there, are there any resources that you use um, out of game, like... Um- <laughs> in R or anything like that i mean I, I i don't know vr well enough to know how would you even incorporate other tools
2: so one of the things that i have using oculus when it works because it, <laughs> it's it, it is uh, uh oculus is great the the headset is beautiful it it works the way i wanted to there's a piece of software that they've been tweaking over the years and it seems like it's getting worse every time they tweak it. Um, But, but when it works and it's more often than not. Now the last tweak they made, it is working better than it was three or four tweaks ago. Um, The uh, I have the ability to pin a monitor in the headset. So basically if you will, it's like the cockpits uh, ceiling. So I paste a window there um, and then I've got in it a whole bunch of stream related information. I've got stream labels. I've got a computer, the task manager where I can see the different performance of the different things. Mm. I've got a web browser and that web browser allows me. So I'll move the mouse in such a way that it's sitting over that web browser. I'll click on it and then I'll say open Inara. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Inara opens up and, you know, so I'm able to get in there. EDDB is my go-to. Inara is second. EDSM is about the same level as Inara. It depends on what I'm doing. Um, If it's anything ship related, I typically go to EDSM. If it's anything engineer related, Inara. Um, uh, But I'll tell you, the in-game tools are getting better. And Mm -hmm. there's some of it that I used to always have to go to EDDB or go to Anara. that now, especially with the in-game commodity tool, I'm able to do in-game now and I don't have to go out as often as I used to. Now, the in-game tool is as accurate as sometimes EDDB is, which means (laughs) it's inaccurate. Right. But but. On the whole, I've got a pretty good idea now with that in game tool. Um, And I don't have to go to EDDB as often. But when it comes to building a ship, um, I go to Coriolis and then I use the little dollar sign link. And um, uh, it then propagates that build into EDDB. And then I put in Li Yong Ri controlled Mm -hmm. so I can get that 15% discount. Sweet,
0: sweet, 15%. Yeah. Oh (laughs)
2: yeah. (laughs) Totally worth it. (laughs) That's one of the reasons I have the billions I have is because I've used that little button a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Such a good thing. Um
0: Speaking of your millions that you have made, what would you, say, what would you say you are best at doing um in elite elite dangerous what's your forte
2: um I'm am known among the uh folks who have played with me as a money maker. I'm able to through wing trade contracts and through certain trading schemes that I have discovered, um, certain commodities that are worth a lot. If you can haul it two or three hauls, two or three stars, you can make up to 13,000 per ton profit on these different commodities. And so I'm always looking for the bigger, better deal, and I'm pretty good at it, um, it's it's not uncommon for me because of the rep and the the BGS positioning of the system that we call home, 78 Say Majoris, it's not uncommon to see multiple 30, 40, 50 million credit contracts that a wing can pick up. And then every member of the wing has an option of earning that 30, 40, 50 million credits. Um, so that's partially BGS. And that's partially um just being at the right place at the right time.
0: And you've with nice. your money, the money that you've made, you've barely done any mining? Is that right to say?
2: I've done if if all is said and done of the fifty billion that I've earned That's ridiculous, about that's insane. two billion. <laughs> Two billion is in mining, wow, That's
0: mad
1: that is insane, and I love it
0: <laughs> and it just goes to show that it is possible mm-hmm. you you're doing you're doing such a good thing to say for those of you who don't like mining or those of you who hate mining, there is a way. If you're if you're you're shrewd and you're being in the right place at the right time and you know where to look, you can get these missions or you can you can take these contracts that will give you will give you that amount. That's an incredible yeah. amount of money to be or amount of credits to be sat on, having barely mined. That's that's yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah, mining is something I've only recently come into. And I'll tell you, for me, the mining because credits are important don't hmm. get me wrong engineering materials are where the real wealth is at yes oh yes and most of the time I that i go mining it's yeah that's nice i'm getting paintite, but what i really want is the iron the nickel the mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, the other absolutely. things you those, know those, the the those the, the credits are, perfectly. are yeah, the credits are okay, but I want that iron. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and and for me, one of the things that's a challenge and I don't care if it's on the flat screen or on the um on VR, SRVs are a challenge for me. I get a little motion sick when it comes to the SRV. So, I had to come to finding these different things um rather than what most folks do, which, you know, go out to hit 1336601 and Mm -hmm. hit the crystal fields or just go to a geological site or a biological site locally and pick up this, that, or the other thing, that doesn't work for me. So what I can do is, you know, I know some places where I can find some stuff and I do, and I find the high grade stuff and then trade it for the, you know, trade some high grade stuff for other Mm -hmm. high grade stuff. Um, I will make once or twice a year a trip out to HIP 36601 if I've got a big engineering project that yeah. I really want to get done, Right, but I'm taking boatloads of Dramamine because <laughs> the SRV just does not sit well with me. Um, uh, but, and it's funny, I can flip and flop the ship no problem in yeah. a combat situation. But you put me in the SRV and it starts rolling and I my stomach starts <laughs> rolling. So, go yeah. Figure. I mean,
0: I know I know someone who's only very very ne- uh, very early, just started elite, who will be joyous to hear you say that that you found alternatives to picking up those materials that aren't driving around in yes. the SRV because she bloody hates it. <laughs> <laughs> We picked up the um I, I went went out with her. This is my sister, by the way. I went out with her and um did the Guardian Frameshift Drive Booster. Uh-huh. And oh, it, nice. we know uh, you know how tricky that is, and it's um the, it's not so much the actual process of doing doing it; it's just getting around it in our S- SLV can be such a pain. And yeah. um, as we took off from that planet, on that having picked up everything that she wanted to pick up, she said to me. I'm never landing on a planet again. That was the worst experience of my entire life. I was like, okay, that is too funny. Sure we'll find out. We'll find a different method. So she will be absolutely joyous to hear what you just said, Father Bill, for sure. Yep.
2: Yeah, you, you might have to work a little longer in the in the orbital fields because you've got to trade a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, but it's so uh, laser mining in a in the right spot at the right time you just pick up loads and loads of stuff and it's one jump yeah. to the material trader. At least the, the place that I go to, there's one jump to the material trader, trade out the lower grade stuff for the higher grade stuff, go back, fill up the lows. It's exactly the opposite of hip 36. one, mm-hmm. but it works for me.
0: Yeah. And it yeah. will work
2: for others too. Yep.
1: Yep. And no SRV required, no SRV required, <laughs> which is a bonus. Um, so the, if if that's what if if we put that in the category, if that's what you're best at, is that also what you enjoy doing most in the game?
2: I or is there something love else that you- <laughs> making credits. <laughs> I You know, I got into the game to be an explorer. Right. OK. And I wanted to go out and see what there is to be seen. And I've done that to a certain extent. But what I found out as I was trying to build up the credits necessary to get an Asp Explorer said, it's blooming expensive Mm -hmm. to put together a good exploration ship. So I just dove into the trade business and haven't looked back since, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I got into it and I found out I was good at it and I like making credits. I like the bigger, better deal. And right? I keep looking for the bigger, better deal. And, and, you know, <laughs> when I can find that 13, 14,000 per ton, uh, profit, I'm just giddy and, yeah. and I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I enjoy some combat, um, I'm getting to the point now I'm never going to be F.A. off. I can't do what you do, Mal. <laughs> Um, It's just it not going to happen. But I can be aggressive in the uh, toggling it.
0: Yes. Um, and then yes. I
2: also use my thrusters all the time. So that ameliorates some of the molasses maneuvering that, <laughs> right. that as you have described it. Um, so I'm getting better at that. In fact, I just learned something yesterday that I did not know and, and, and beginning to implement it. I can't do the two, four, nothing in weapons. I, right. I just like having my weapons active, but I'm doing one and a quarter or one and a half, three, one and a half. I think it is right. doing the math, right? Yeah. Uh, so one and a half in weapons, one and a half in systems, three in, in engines in to the get engines, them yeah. to get maneuverability. Um, what, uh, uh, another person had shared with me as well, you really need to do two into systems, four into engines. I like firing yeah. my guns yeah. you know? and, and I'm not, I'm not quite quick enough yet. I'll probably get there where two and four will make sense. But right. right now it's, it's one and a half into to systems, three into engines and, and one and a half into, uh, weapons. And that keeps me in a conflict zone. I can pretty much do an entire conflict zone if I manage it just so without having to shift too much. You know, sometimes you shift into shields because you need it. Sometimes you shift into weapons. But most of the time, I can keep three pips into engines and get that additional maneuverability that I didn't know I was missing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I knew that it filled up the capacitor faster. I didn't realize there was a passive boost And uh, Lila, Commander Lila, shared Mm -hmm. that with me just yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. um, That that there is a passive benefit Mm -hmm. to having Mm -hmm. pips into engines. I knew the passive benefit of having pips into shields. I did not know that it happened into engines. Yeah.
0: And that's what's beautiful about this game is that you learn something new all the time as well. Absolutely um that that engine thing i'm having pips and engines and having that passive beast i am so bad at that and i know people get angry at me while i'm (laughs) I'm playing or i'm in a conflict (laughs) zone because they're like she's not she's gonna hurt she's not got any pips in her weapons in her engines again and she's flying around in her corvette and yeah so um yeah i might have to i might have to take that that piece of that piece of advice and roll with it as well. i will try and remember to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there any area um, in elite that you don't currently participate in, but you'd like to
2: exploration.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I've, I've done the exploration necessary to unlock the different engineers. Um, so I'd like to get into exploration. I would like to also do power play. But I'm I'm hesitant to do it because <sighs> role play. I would yeah. love to have mining lances. Yeah, Zermina mm. Torval supports imperial slavery. Yeah, you yeah. yep. can't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. Um, same thing with Arissa Lavinie Duvall. Yep, I would love to have imperial hammers. I can't do that, Um, and the blue-haired one's just evil, so I won't work for her either. (laughs) You
1: could be our first guest who's thought that. Yeah, Um, you could be. (laughs) She she seems to be. I don't know if it's the hair or what, but she seems to be pretty popular
2: from the lore. From the lore aspect, she's she's a dirty dealer. She's Mm -hmm. uh, she's a a very very much at least as I as I have read the history. Uh, Very much into acquiring personal power and will do anything to anyone to attain it. And I have issues with that, but that's the, the role player in me has issues with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: on the surface, she seems really good. And a lot of her policies, she's very outspoken <laughs> about things like, I would like to do away with slave trade, then, you know, the imperial slavery issues. And, and she seems to be the opposite of what many of the other imperial power play leaders want. But the way she gets those things accomplished is really, really uh, not something to write home about.
2: You yes, know? <laughs> agreed. But those
0: prismatics though...
2: Yeah <laughs> well I I I I uh I just load up on shield boosters and and uh reinforced or thermal thermal uh doing the thermal depending a PVP yeah. it's thermal um uh, everything else is reinforced um just so that I have you know uh my I mean on my cutter um Right now, my PvP cutter has 5,000 shield. Nice. So, do you do a lot which of is, PvP? Huh? Do you do a lot of PvP? I play in the open. Oh, so okay. I'm always ready. It's
1: always possible. Yes,
2: yeah. I'm always ready. The one ship that I had that was kind of my, oh, well, I won't do any... You know, I'll just, I'll use this. Nobody will bother me. It's, it's obviously a, well, I got blown up twice in that And that, that ship has been shelved except for PvE. Um, right. Uh, all the rest of my ships are built in case I run into someone. Um, I, I rarely do. And the ones that I do, I often, um, learn from if I don't outright win, I learn, um from what I did wrong and I'll have conversations with people you know um it's very rare that I run into to uh a group or someone who isn't interested in um sharing what I may have done wrong in yeah. in a positive sense yeah. Um, yeah you know so it it i i I enjoy the challenge. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if I if I happen to lose a ship, well, you know, that's one of the reasons why I have the credits built up. Yeah, is, is, that's a lot it, of rebuy. That's a lot of rebuy. And I figure I'm going to get better at it as time goes on. But I've always got my eye out when I'm transiting systems, especially if I happen to be in an engineering system. I'm looking mm-hmm. for that hollow yeah. square yep
1: yep and it's gonna pop up when you least expect it yes (laughs) as soon as you let your guard down you'll see you know thinking about power play weapons though that's that could be an an un um gosh what's the phrase i'm looking for like um it's it's an unrealized opportunity for some cool gameplay in rp would be to, in some way, utilize the black market system to say players could unlock a prismatic shield, take it, dump it into the black market, and you could get that and install yeah. it on your ship without going to power play for that other person. Mm-hmm. But it would make you always hostile to that faction, to those individuals. Oh, that would be you incredible. Know, you know, that would be a fun mechanic to put in there. Agree. Um, but anyways, anyways, um, but I digress. Um, so speaking of trouble uh whether it's p v p trouble or uh running out of fuel or you just have questions uh who do you turn to when you come up against something that that kind of puts a puts a halt to your activities in game
2: um, hmm. I guess members of my community. Mm-hmm. Who have been very very helpful. Uh, my first steps into BGS were helped out by a community member. Um, uh, so more often than not, it's fellow streamers. Um, okay. Malik is one where I run into technical difficulties. Yeah, I turn to Malik. Yeah, um, he's, he's really good with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, with the mining. It was a fellow who's no longer with us. I'm not going to mention his name, but he's uh, uh, was he he gave me my clue or gave me the the uh, uh, the hint that you should always have a point that you're focused at when you're mining. So. You know, because I was constantly going over the same lines and I'd hit (laughs) depleted asteroid after depleted asteroid. It's like, how do you do this? Well, this fellow showed me and made it very easy. You know, you target something, you leave that targeted, and then you just mine and you move towards that targeted whatever it is. I had never thought of it. That was one of my frustrations with mining. So I go to other streamers, of course, the uh, Elite Dangerous, Take this with a grain of salt, folks, and be very <laughs> cautious when you enter into such a place. But I will occasionally visit the Reddit of Elite oh. Dangerous. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wild and woolly place. But occasionally you find a nugget of, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then, of course, Inara has a lot of information, too. Yes. Um, yeah. But more often than not, it's members of my own community um, including members of the one CR, some of who have, uh, many, many more hours than I do in the game. Um, right. they have been playing, uh, I've been playing for just, just now about two years, um, uh, on a regular basis. They were playing it for three years prior to that. So they have been able to share with me, especially along engineering lines and things of that nature, um uh the the tips and tricks that i didn't have myself
1: gotcha yeah reddit reddit's one of those uh it's like the the moss isley spaceport of elite dangerous information (laughs) it's like a wretched hive of scum and villainy but every now and then you find the han solo that's going to help you out (laughs) yeah
0: What would you say is um, your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that you've had happen to you in elite?
2: Fondest memory. Let me think.
0: Is there anything that stands out to you?
2: Not, I've had some pretty remarkable experiences. Yeah. Um, uh i think winning our first station in 78 or say is probably when we got Sedden Gateway um well i guess that was our second station cuz we got we got a planetary then we got another station but then we got the premier station in 78 which was a federal system federal station and when we worked our tails off and managed to win a war or an election. It was an election to get that station and call that place home. I was incredibly happy with um that. But probably that so happy to hear. my most memorable and it wasn't my best moment, but I look back on it and I feel pretty good about it. December 2018. I decided on an overnight stream because we had mass late in the evening. Mm -hmm. I caught a couple hour nap, got up and said, you know what? I'm going to stream on Christmas day before my eight o'clock mass. So I decided to go to earth. I'd never been uh, in the game. Well, one of our rapscallions in the community decided he was going to hunt me down. Oh, no. And. That particular moment. I led him on a merry chase. I'm not going to mention his name, but he knows who he is. <laughs> I let him on a merry chase for about 35 minutes before wow. I. Wow. Uh, before I decided uh the heck with it let's let's just fight this out um uh so i look back on that with a significant fondness it's not my proudest moment but you know what i i took on one of the more prominent or notorious characters in the game and i managed to survive and led him on a merry chase for 30 35 minutes so I felt pretty good about that, and even though I had to go to rebuy, right? It's one of the more memorable, and and I do look on it with fondness because it was that it was at that point that it started pushing me towards. I I left Open Play after that. I said, eh, you know, on on first thought, it was like, eh, I don't need this, so I left Open Play then. Cause I'd been playing an open play until December of 2018. Right. But ultimately the experiences there led me in December of 2019 to play fully in open and, uh, gotcha. uh to, I broke role play to do that because beforehand I was, I was lawful good If you know what that means. Yeah. Um, Very well. (laughs) Okay. I I was lawful. We're both
1: Dungeons and Dragons fans. So we're very familiar with alignment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was lawful. Good. And I wouldn't do anything illegal. Well, to get to Lee Chung, you have to go through the dweller, which meant I had to smuggle. Yes. I broke role play and smuggled (laughs) because (gasps) I had to get fully modified shields the th- yeah. third level shields wasn't enough and so you know i'm not uh, uh i am not a pvp player in the sense of Lila or neotantrix or any of the right. any of the the guys who are in it for pvp yeah but right. i enjoy br- running into said players and learning from them. Um, And to do so, I needed a ship that could at some level compete. And so I broke role play. I went lawful neutral. (laughs) and uh, (laughs) Then could, you know, okay, I don't want to do this, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And so I smuggled the five different stations and, Then unlock the dweller and unlock the Lee Chung, and you know, I, 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 it, it allowed me to move forward in the game, which up until that point I was stuck in private, and and I could do a lot in private group, but I wasn't doing what I wanted to do, which is play in the open. So yeah,
0: right. I have heard though that if you only do it five times, it doesn't count. So I think you're okay. (laughs)
1: there's there's a secret policy on how many times smuggling has to happen before (laughs)
0: um
1: so thinking about that thinking about it especially you know since you have the perspective of you have role play to consider in in addition to just regular game mechanics that you know a, a casual player might be might be concerned with what is it that keeps bringing you back to the game and making you want to log in day after day?
2: I have goals and I'm a very goal oriented person. So I want to take over management of 78 or Saint I would like and want to take over systems around 78 or say Majora's and there are things that I have not done yet in the game that I need to continue to learn how to pilot, you know, to learn how to fight. Um, and so I try and pick up new experiences. And then uh, another piece that for me is, is uh, important is helping newer players. I have found so much enjoyment in this game i want to help others to find that and by doing the things that i can do in the sense of helping out new players giving them the hand up so that they can then compete and and play the game according to their level of interest yeah is compelling to me i like helping folks go figure Kind of comes with the collar, you know, <laughs> It, 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 uh, it yeah, and, and so th- that's that for me is compelling.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I've, I have I've had people stop by my stream and I know you've had the same experience where um, somebody said, hey, what about insert some question they have about the game and you'll stop what you're doing to walk them through and show them. The answer, not not just say, oh, well, you should do this. But you'll you'll like show them. You'll be you'll say, now you look over here on this on the galaxy map, and you'll see this is where we are, and this is how this works. And or, or you go in here and you like demonstrate it, and the response is always, whoa, 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 you don't have to stop what you're doing, yeah. yeah. You and they don't get how fulfilling it is to be able to do that, sure, and to help someone. You know so I can totally identify with with that being one of the things that keeps pulling you back into the game.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we do um from like the feedback that we've been getting from emails that we have been have been getting and we have a lot of more relatively new to the game commanders who have been um who listen to listen to the podcast it's, um a, a surprising amount of people who listen to the um, podcast are really really new to the game and i think um i i'm possibly putting words into their mouth here but i'm sure that they appreciate the fact that there are streamers or there are places out there that they can go which it feels like encouragement uh to come back to come back yeah. into the game or to take To go, okay. Maybe I found it a little bit difficult at first. Now let's let's look at something again. Let's do that. And if we're if we're doing that as streamers, as with as a byproduct of the this podcast as well, I I think it's wonderful.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed.
0: So, if you were to go back to your very first day picking up Elite, probably we we can do both actually so um in that in that december when um you, you very first picked up elite and then coming back into it if you were to go back to those first days and give yourself a, a piece of advice as a brand new commander what bit of advice would you give yourself
2: slow down slow down you don't have to do everything all at once mm. That was the mistake. I wanted to get in the game and fly the ships and, you know, do the stuff necessary to get the next bigger ship. And you just, you got, you have got to slow down. The game is going to be there. And you get into it. Um, So that, that, that for me would have been a key piece of, of advice, you know, you don't have to have everything perfect right out the right out the door. I'm still fine tuning my key binds. You know, and I've been yeah. playing the game pretty. Shall we say religiously over the last couple of years? <laughs> um, uh, you know, and I'm still fine tuning my my key binds. Yeah. So. Don't go too fast. Um and if I had uh if I had one piece of advice that I would give my twenty eighteen self, don't ask for the faction to be in seventy eight or say majoris, the <laughs> homeland of the Alioth independence. Great place to earn credits. (laughs) Lousy place to try and take over.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that.
0: (laughs) I was like, part of me was like, why do I recognize? Why do I recognize (laughs) <laughs> 78 hours in What is it about that system that I recognize? And thanks for clearing yep. that up for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, that would be it. <laughs> oh, <1. no. laughs> 1.5 light years from Alioth. Yeah, it's kind of an important system, and I didn't recognize. Yeah. This is before I knew what the BGS was. Yeah, and yep. and uh, it was uh, tactically brilliant because we can make credits hand over fist. Strategically. Right. <laughs> not the brightest move on nope. my part but nope. you know you live you learn
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and, and at least you've got you do have the credit advantage i picked the home system for dogs of lord just because all of my other options because we have pathamon as our home system all the other options that i could have chosen were like these weird rambling you know hip 11347 and i'm like i want one with a name That's Mm -hmm. all I knew. I didn't know anything about BGS. I didn't know what makes a good home system. I was just like, what's the first one on here with a name? (laughs) That's it.
0: (laughs) Our home system is HIP33368. So thanks for that, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> but um it it predates it predates me being in control of the Privateers Alliance. So it's uh, um, yes. I know my, my my knowledge of it is that there is a long um, a long-standing member who was in PA before I was who went I've been living out of this system and it's brilliant. You should yeah. move in here so we did gotcha. <laughs> and that's,
2: gotcha. that's kind of the kind of the story but um yeah
0: it's um i think
2: i i I, I wondered why we got we I wondered why we got 78 say majoris so quickly because unlike <laughs> many people who uh waited several weeks after they put their application in right. 4 days
0: Really? <laughs>
2: Four days? Like that's odd. I didn't. They expect were looking that. for somebody to move in there. <laughs> Something get happened. Yeah, we'll I don't know away. if I just timed it right or if it was like I can't believe somebody actually wrote in for it.
0: Get them <laughs> <Yep. up> out. <now! laughs>
2: that's. It's probably that one. Probably that
0: one. <laughs> that one for sure. <laughs>
1: Um, so if we if we flip that question on its head, instead of saying, if you could go back and give uh, earlier Commander Father Bill some advice, if you could go forward in time and think about uh, the Odyssey expansion, what is one thing that you're looking forward to that we don't know or we haven't gotten confirmation over? Like, what's your biggest hope for the Odyssey expansion?
2: A working player economy i want Uh i want to be able to make and sell things in the universe so kind of like the the prismatic black market shield i want to be able to create something Mm -hmm. you know uh a uh, to be able to sell something and and we sort of have it with the fleet carrier where you can set up an economy but it only works one way. You can either buy or you can sell. You can't buy and sell at the same time. Um, so I would like to see it get to the point that um that there is a fully functioning quote unquote um player economy. That you know, the that we still have the BGS economy, but the players then have uh the ability to buy and sell um, uh, in a, in a systematic format as opposed to the ad hoc that we currently have with the fleet carriers. So to have something that is systematized that allows players to manage an economy.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And another thing that I would like to see is more module slots, Mm -hmm. um, more module storage. Module storage because I'm I'm constantly having to sell things and like thankfully I'm selling cargo racks and things of that nature,
0: Mm.
2: but you know I'm gonna especially if I start putting together power play stuff I'm gonna start running out of space and not be able to sell something. So that would be nice. I mean we've got we've got persistent storage now with the fleet carriers. It would be nice to get module storage. Above and beyond 120 elements. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So yeah. my um my friend Kremen, oh every time, um, when whenever we talk about module storage, he's like, You can store you can store 40 ships on every station in the galaxy, <laughs> but you can only store 120 modules anywhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> what? How does that make sense? I think I have
1: three type nines that are just for storing extra modules. Really?
0: I don't have any at the moment, but um, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm very much like you as well, um, Father Bill, where I I find that I may as well, if I'm replacing a cargo rack with something else, I may as well just sell that cargo rack and then I'll buy it back at some other point because they're not super expensive, but... I'd really like the option not to do that, especially because everything is on my carrier now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Um something that I was I was going to ask you you specifically was um how do you find um how do you fit playing Elite Dangerous and streaming Elite Dangerous around your <sighs> schedule? Cause I can only imagine that you've got a pretty bitty, pretty busy schedule. Um Yourself, um, it how, is how you it very on? busy,
2: and you know the last <laughs> couple of days I've gotten called out of streams because yep. somebody either was coming over or somebody needed me to go visit them, or that's one of the reasons why I stream at O Dark Thirty. Part of the reason I stream early,
0: yeah,
2: when when my sleep schedule isn't disrupted, and right now it's more than a little disrupted uh for a whole bunch of reasons, but the the Uh, When I'm in my normal rhythm, which I hope to get back into before school starts and before regular parish activities get back into full swing, is so that I can from 9 a.m. UTC to um, typically 9 UTC to uh, 1 UTC, which for me is... 3 to 7 um i can stream because i have mass at 7:30 so i celebrate our our liturgy the eucharist at 7:30 and then i start my day the only day that that isn't the case is on my day off but like i said yesterday during my day off somebody had to uh i believe it was yesterday somebody came over uh, it was either yesterday or monday um but you know it, it is what it is. So yeah. on my day off, I sleep in and, and then try and stream during the day, during the normal hour, to catch people who wouldn't be able to see me otherwise. Um so the way that I have managed it is by streaming at an hour that my phone generally doesn't ring unless it's a real big emergency, which it has a time or two. I've had to go to the hospital. Um, but for the most part From 3 to 7 in the morning, I have time to myself and can do this. (laughs) And then I fit in, apart from those times, then I fit in playing Elite whenever I get the chance, um, just to catch up.
0: Yeah. Do do any of your um, parishioners uh, watch watch your streams as well? Not
2: that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of now they do watch when I stream the mask. So (laughs) uh, not only, not only do I stream elite dangerous, but, um, uh, whenever we, you know, whenever my internet is working the way it's supposed to, and, and I have the, the wherewithal, um, last couple of weeks, I have been low energy. I had a procedure done, um, uh, mm-hmm. A couple Fridays ago, that many people in the community had heard about, yeah, um, uh, and it has slowed me down tremendously. Um, right, uh,
0: that's understandable. So
2: it it is what it is. You know, it's yeah. just yeah. It, you know you've got to go through it to, and ultimately, you know, by the end of the ninety day recovery period, I should be back better than I was prior to the procedure, but. You got to go through that ninety days, so yeah. um, yep. that's why I've been streaming at odd hours for me, which is late afternoon or early morning, uh, or early mid morning, for me. Right. Um, um, uh, but you know, I'm I'll stream when I have the chance to do so. Once school starts, that all goes. I've got if if I don't stream early early in the morning, then I won't be able to because school and Paris life take precedence as much right. as I enjoy this, um, and have found it to be fun, entertaining and, uh, enjoyable f- real life comes first. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's a balancing act. and And the way that I found to balance it is most when I'm not in recovery mode, like I have been the last couple of weeks, you get up early, you hit the, you know, you, you get up, you get ready, you hit the you know, all the morning things that you have to do. Then you turn on the camera, turn on the computers and you go forward from there. Yeah.
1: Yep. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. I've actually, I've hopped in to watch the, uh, the mass when you stream it from time to time. Um, and it's, it's actually fun getting to watch, getting to watch something like that on Twitch versus elite dangerous or, whatever the you know the game of the week happens to be that Mm -hmm. uh, the big folks are streaming it's it's neat to it's a good testament if i can pardon the pun that uh (laughs) that the platform the platform works for more than just games you know Mm -hmm. um and and it's and and it's engaging for more than just gameplay so um speaking speaking of uh streaming and and things like that or do you have any projects lined up either? you know, in-game events or streams or community stuff or BGS goals that, that we are going to see on your channel in the near future?
2: Not just right now. My biggest goal was, um, uh, trying to, to win influence in 78 or say Majorus, and because of real life taking precedence, um, uh, not only for me, but for other commanders in the squadron, we've had to put those on hold right now. We're just kind of on a holding action. We're not, we're not pushing to take over. That will be the goal, um, in the not too distant future. Right now, we're just fighting a whole bunch of holding actions, trying to, as I like to say, keep the status quo, keep things on yeah. an even keel. And, and, uh, yeah. when everything kind of comes together again, when after the summer and all the, the, folks who have been taking breaks, come back, we'll, we'll start knocking down that door again. And, uh, hopefully, you know, it's going to take a while. i I fully understand that it's going to be a a considerable investment. Um, but in between, you know, trying to help out, um, new commanders and, uh, helping out the, the, my fellow members because we've got more and more members of one CR who are beginning to pick up elite. So we're having to shepherd them into the, into the squadron and, and get things moving in that direction. So um, that's kind of it right now, just holding on, you know, keeping the status quo and then building our, our squadron uh, trying to get more and more resources that we can then have a concerted effort. And we've got some pretty, pretty mighty, um, I'm not going to say opponents, but there are some pretty mighty forces that are arrayed that um, not against us necessarily, right. but we're working at cross purposes. So it, they may not be trying to, you know, because an elephant doesn't see an ant But uh, (laughs) the elephant can still squish the ant, you know, Um, so uh, we're the ant and and I won't mention the groups that are the elephants, but they're out there (laughs) and and we've run into each other a couple of times. So I'm trying to not get my get the uh, anthill squished by the uh, elephant and just keep things on an even keel.
1: Makes sense. Makes
2: sense.
0: You mentioned earlier that you you play Mech Warrior. Is there, mm-hmm. a, is there anything else that you play um when you're not playing Elite?
2: Uh so Mech Warrior, the two different variants of it. Mm-hmm. There's Mech Warrior online, which is a 12v12 PVP game. Um which was the only variant of Mech Warrior that was available up until December of last year when Warrior 5 Mercenaries came out. So I'll play those two games. Uh, honestly, as I was sitting here waiting, um, I got here a little bit early and uh, I, I didn't want to be an elite because you put on the headset, you lose track of everything around you. Um, so I hopped in and did a, a round of MechWarrior Online, you know, just one quick round. And then I heard Psykit and was like, oh, okay, logged <laughs> out of the game. and um uh, but, uh, project cars two is yeah. a game oh. that I've been playing. Haven't been able to play it the last couple of weeks because part of the procedure that I had, they said, don't lift anything heavier than a gallon of milk. My, my driving rig is a little heavier than a gallon of milk. <laughs> so uh, oh, no. after I get cleared, after I get cleared <laughs> back, it'll, it'll go back on the, on the to-do list. Um, I'm looking forward to Star Star Wars squadrons like yes. nobody's business. Um yep. I'm eager when they get um Flight Sim 4 or Flight Sim 2020 um, VR capable. I'll yes. jump into that. Um, yes. but as I look at my uh Pathfinder Kingmaker is on my list. Um uh what's the other one? Um, I just picked up a new VR game called Hard Vacuum. That if I can ever figure out the uh, the keybinds for it, I'm taking my time. It didn't get uninstalled after I looked at the keybind situation. <laughs> if I can ever figure out the keybind situation, I'll be playing Hard Vacuum, and I'll probably do a stream or two with it. It's another space flight uh, simulation type game, but more of a single player. Um, campaign. It's not a nice. multiplayer gotcha. like Elite.
0: Hmm. Might
2: look so into I that. get into that every <laughs> so often and just trying to figure out the keybinds. Nice.
0: So it, it is It is time for the lightning round. Um, we, we try and throw this in towards the end for a little bit of fun. So the idea is that you just try and answer with the first thing that pops into your head and as quickly and as accurately, she says in inverted commas, as possible.
2: <laughs> understood are you ready go for it
0: wonderful then we will begin what's your favorite ship python the least favorite ship sidewinder what's the best ship in the game python and the worst ship type 10 what's your favorite station
2: Saturn gateway
0: and your favorite system
2: Uh, not 78 it's probably (laughs) uh, it's a crucis sector but I can't remember what it is it's where we hope to set up our home base
0: Uh, because we're known as
2: the first crucis recon but I'm sorry I don't have that it's in the crucis sector but I forget exactly which one it is I've got it written down here somewhere
0: that's quite (laughs) alright
2: true or false
0: is there a free anaconda at Huston Orbital
2: false do you
0: use engineered or vanilla modules engineered are you alliance federation empire or independent
2: independent leaning towards the alliance
0: who's your favorite power play leader
2: edmund mahan
0: if you're out of gas do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide fuel rats if you have a low hull do you call the hull seals do you keep going or do you suicide
2: I carry a Repair Limpet.
0: (laughs) True or false? Is there a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point?
2: There's a free one to use, the DSSA Beagle Point. uh, Ah, ha, ha, ha. Good answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thargoids, friends or
2: foe? Undetermined, but more friendly than foe.
0: And finally, Mm. flight assist, on or off?
2: On perfect
0: wonderful i was so interested to find out who your favorite power play leader was yeah (laughs) i know everyone else had said duval and i was like oh okay yep Yep. (laughs)
1: Uh, um so before we get done um is there anything we haven't talked about today that you want to talk about father bill
2: just want to um say thank you to everyone in the community who have been more than welcoming to me. Um, I'm a late comer to elite. Um, I jumped in very, very late in the game and have just been uh, incredibly, wonderfully welcomed. um, Not merely as a, as a commander, but as a content creator. And I'm grateful to everyone uh, who's dropped by the stream, who's dropped a follow um, who's just, popped in and said, are you really a priest? You know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful to everyone who has, uh, given my stream a chance. Um, I have been enriched by it, uh, mentally, emotionally, uh, the support I got, uh, from the, the Twitch community when I was going undergoing that procedure, is one of the things that got me back up maybe a little too soon uh, <laughs> to 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 get back to streaming and and I'm finding I need to take it a little slower but it, it was one of the things that I wanted to get back to it I wanted to get back yeah. to saying mass I wanted to get back to doing the the things that I that give me life and yeah. and right. this is this this community the Twitch community and the Elite Dangerous community are things that have given me more than I could have ever imagined. And, and just to say that I'm grateful. So thank you.
0: I don't want to say you're welcome on behalf of the, your, the whole community, but um, that that's such a lovely thing to say. And yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the sentiment, I, I completely share that sentiment that the, Uh, The Elite Dangers community are fantastic and wonderful and supportive and just, it's so refreshing. It really is. And I'm going to sound like a broken record. Here we are in episode 12, still talking about how wonderful the community (laughs) is. But it's just, it's just so important. There's a reason for that. It's (laughs) so important. They are, it's, they're, they're just, just the best community that I've ever I've ever come yeah. across, you know. Yep. If anybody doesn't know where to find you or wants to get to know you um better, plug your stuff for me. Where can we find you?
2: Um, my stream can be found at twitch.tv forward slash father underscore bill. Uh if you want to send me a friend request in-game, it's father bill, space in between. Or as my community says, father space bill. Um Uh, (laughs) that took a second to hit me but i I like it uh and uh my twitter handle is father underscore bill underscore k so um you can hit me up via twitter or in any of those places and at uh father uh at my twitch um location i also have a website i also have my parish YouTube channel and my personal YouTube channel. So you can find all of that um, on that twitch.tv forward slash father underscore bill
0: wonderful well thank you so much for being on it's been um it's been so excellent to speak to you i know that we haven't had had a huge amount of like interaction other than just sort of like chatting and saying hello on each other's streams and stuff but it's been really nice to sit down with you and have a and have a good chat about this game that we love so much definitely
1: definitely thank you so much
2: glad to do it thank you very much for the invitation wow that
1: was really really cool yeah it's it's it, it's interesting to see how the same sort of questions the same set of questions get such drastically different answers from people yeah and you've mentioned that before
0: yeah well we do have that set of questions I feel I feel like we will like jump in and pick up on something or I, I'd like to think that we giant yeah. we try and yeah. jump in and pick up on something that are interviewees say and it really it is still even with that it's still really shocking to me that we what what are we we're sort of we're 12 episodes down the line now and all of these 12 episodes have for me at least really shone the light on lots of people's different perspectives
1: yeah yeah it's it's been interesting to see where the things are the same yeah and where they end up different. I was, I was expecting a lot of like, Oh, that's, you know, that's, that's not how I play. I do it like this. And there hasn't been, it's everybody's has said, I love this community. And this is how I play. And I know it's not for everyone.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and it's so
1: interesting that those are commonalities between everyone. And we don't coach people. We don't, we go into this, like it's, we jump in and hit the record button. We don't, we don't really prep anyone as to like, this is what you can say and you can't say. And, this is where we want the conversation to go. It's like, nope, they, they see the questions and we ask the questions and then let the conversation kind of take, take us wherever, yeah. wherever it needs I mean, to go.
0: I mean, it, people do listen to, um, I, I'd like to think that's people do listen to the, <laughs> listen to the podcast. I mean, we, we, we know that there are people listening.
1: <laughs> there are apparently but, um, <laughs> a few. Yeah. So
0: even if people are coming prepared with questions, mm-hmm. I feel, like, even when, like, episode one, an interview with Commander Psykit, um, even right. knowing those questions that we had, when you asked me those questions, I was like, no, no, I'm not going ha- to answer this way. I'm going to answer a different way. And yeah. I, I quite like the fact. Um, we did early on we were sending uh, everyone questions so that they we were sending them questions so that we would have an opportunity they would have an opportunity to think of their answers a little bit beforehand and that kind of thing I'm kind of glad right. we don't do that anymore because it feels a little bit more organic in my opinion yeah.
1: yeah yeah i agree i agree we could probably post the lightning round questions somewhere
0: we can probably put them on our discord yeah
1: we have a discord
0: let's do that we do have a discord let's do that
1: because i feel like those are fun ones those are ones that you know it would be nice to be able to keep the pace up on that really really well but also yeah. it would be f- they'd be fun to kind of ask each other in a social and, environment yeah
0: definitely and also the, the good thing about the the quickfire round there was a new question in there today there was a question I that was actually suggested from our discord oh, yes. so you know
1: it surprised me
0: it doesn't go unnoticed we are we no. are picking up on those questions and we may we may get to a point where we just start switching some out every now and again as well so just yes. to, just to keep just to keep those of you who might want to come on the show on your toes
1: <laughs> yes you never know when you're going to get a new question about exactly you know, thargoids or modules or you know yeah speaking of episodes you can browse through all the existing episodes including this one the current one which I assume you're listening to right now and check out more information about the podcast at our website flightassistpodcast.com and you can stay up to date by following us on twitter at flightassist underscore ed
0: don't forget this podcast is all about commanders and communities and that means you we'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests and if you are an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast or if you would like to nominate a commander to be our guest we need to know who that is as well so if you can send us your questions and any information on twitter by tagging flight assist underscore ed by email to info at flight podcast.com via our discord at discord.io forward slash flight assist podcast or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website
1: until next week this is commander mal for the win and commander Psykit. handing the controls back to you flight assist off